This episode is presented by Comics and Gaming Magazine, found at cgmagazine.ca, and brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash terriblewarriors. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Throughout the ages, there have been heroes and warriors who have embarked on quests to save faraway lands and free the people from would-be conquerors with dice and not a lot of common sense in various role-playing games. Today, legends are told from the tales of our terrible warriors, an unlikely group of nerdy adventurers armed with some pretty stupid ideas and a horseshoe up their butts as they come together to save the day in These Warriors Are Terrible. Seriously, these are the guys we're going to go with? And welcome to These Warriors Are Terrible. I am your director, Justin Eacock. I'll be leading you through this game today. And I am surrounded by the table of terrible warriors currently being chased by explosions and vacuum. We have Ori Falconer. Hello, Ori. Hello. We have Michael Ruby. Hello, everybody. Hello, Michael. And we have Tom White. Hi, Tom. <laughs> Didn't go so well for you last episode, but we're going to get to you in time. And Steve Saylor. Hi. Hi, Steve. And, uh, and of course, Shane Phillips. Hi. Hi, Shane. Hi. Hey, so, where we last left off the crew, um, you guys were dicking around in the bay, so I decided to just sort of wait it out the time, bring it to the end of the hour, and then create, like, a big explosion. And we have... Uh, the miners ran down the hallway to do their work, and you just heard a distant explosion, and everything started shaking and banging and getting louder and banging, and then the shuttle turned on and started lifting up. The crew was inside the shuttle. And the... Uh, explosion from the door, the foreman is dead, the camera crew is dying, as you're running down the hallway the banging is getting louder, the bulkhead closes. We just expended all our red shirts in one go. And (laughs) there's still six other miners out there, maybe they're like the lost vikings now. (laughs) I get that reference. Hmm? What color is their shirts? Uh, they were Charred. rusty brown. <laughs> rusty brown. Ah, close enough to red. So the uh, uh, as rusty that thing is red. going, red. and you're hearing uh, 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 the the screaming from the camera crew over the headsets, the bulkhead doors close, the banging stops, and everything goes silent. You are now a team of four. Your headlights are on. They flicker a bit. You're in this dist- this long hallway leading out into what the blueprints say should be the welcoming garden. For uh, for the place where where visitors would be coming well, to get their tour. Uh, well, Tom, we will get to you, but for the time being, you've passed out. Uh, you blacked out when your mag boots connected. You you're in the bay, but I will describe to you that what happens as soon as we're done with the scene with these four. Do we like so we can't really see what's up ahead down the hall because that was the air all, all is the air is dirty. There's some oxygen that you're able to breathe, but it's. Dirty but and it's hazy. Our helmets are currently on. You got your helmets on that you threw on when when the air began to get sucked out. Mm-hmm. But um, you can see like it's just the air is all murky. It's all been moved up because the air was being sucked out. Oh, okay. So all the dust has been pulled up into the air. As soon as the bulkhead door is closed, things are going to settle. So how far? And it's just all up in the air. Things are have been. A, a disarray. Loose panels have been shooting. There's, you know, parts in the ceiling and grating that have been dislodged. Everything's been shaking, but everything is now dead silent. Okay, how far ahead of us can we see? Oh, you could probably see 20 or 30 feet before the, the light just, like, a, think of it like a fog. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm, just, I'm just wondering what they see. Okay. Or, like, dead space. Yeah. Oh, great. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, could I possibly, like, check if I hear, like, any air circulation going on, if there's any, like, more distant, like, banging or explosions? If you want to hear something, just uh, use uh, one of your skills and roll for it. Okay, can I use... The answer is yes, if you can justify it. <laughs> Lone survivor, because, you know, I'm from a space station. Really. I'll help him out with yeah. damage and I'm a scientist, because I should be able to Damage and I'm a scientist. Yeah. And uh, can I use knowledge? Sure. The space station. So I'm rolling at... So you're looking for any unusual sounds that shouldn't be part of the yeah, station? So 50, what are you at? 25. 25, 75. Okay. Okay, well, I'm Excellent. I rolled a 46. Perfect. Cool. So you're actually going to get to throw two conditions onto that. But the very first thing you hear when you succeed is you hear like a like a patter. Almost like like a 
grabbing on the like uh, like like mice in the walls. Mm-hmm. Like it's oh. it sounds like uh, it it sounds like running. It sounds like uh, 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 footpads running around. Okay. How sophisticated is the equipment that I have? Uh, your equipment is like spectrometers and things to measure uh, air quality, and and you've got like a Geiger counter. You've got stuff to this like there's sensors for for air quality and radiation as would so your nothing mission. like looking into infrared or stuff like that well could you justify why you would have that for your mission mm. it doesn't sound like if you're hesitating the ghost stories about bs so i got i got this yeah that's i don't believe it yeah okay fine okay so i hear i hear the running through the walls or the power of the feet do, do, do they sound like feet wearing shoes? They sound like children running across the wooden floor. Uh, it, I mean, it, it, it's hard to pinpoint because I would say it's like it couldn't be footprints. I'm just trying to describe what it would sound like. But it's uh, yeah, it sounds like uh, like like skin on metal going and it gets closer and then it runs off and then it comes closer again from another part of the hallway and it runs off. It's like in the ceilings. Sounds like it. Okay, I'm the only person who hears this. You're the only one who's listening for it. Everyone else is looking around going, like, what the fuck should we do so now? Wait, because I helped him out, I, I hear it or I don't hear it? Uh, you're, 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 you're listening with him. And oh. so you were like, yeah, I, I hear it too. Okay, he confirms okay. it. I'm, I think my, what, my, what I'm going to say is being a person who's been on a space station, I'm going to say there is rodents in space stations. Who's further down the hallway right now? Are, there, are you guys continuing to walk ahead of them? I, I, was, the, I was a friend. Was you're a friend. at the front? I, yeah. I probably would be exploring. Okay. Yeah, so as you stop to listen... Um, uh, Oswald here uh, heads forward a little further yeah. and, uh, and you see just at the very edge of your light a sort of a shadow drop down and run off to the left. Holy shit. Okay, so I say rats. He says holy shit. Uh, do I get any conditions for being it by 20? I, I don't think really many conditions for like hearing what I think is rats at the time. No. Because you haven't had it. Yeah, no, your conditions are you just successfully do what you set out to do. Okay. You have two more things. So while you're doing that, listening with Steve, you can do something with Steve or with the room or, you know, ready a weapon. You can get all that kind of stuff. I pull out a blowtorch, which I would have being a demolitions expert, and I basically look at Jacob and tell him that there's lots of rodents in these space stations. You light it? Yeah, some dinner. Yeah, no, rodents in these space <laughs> It looks a lot like uh, the little plasma cutter from Dead Space. Yeah, okay. So Dead Space definitely being an inspiration tonight. Yeah. So, so uh, Oswald sees a shadow drop down. Yeah. He goes, holy shit. I'm going to say that uh, 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 Rupert, mm-hmm. you, were, you were up there next to him when you saw that happen. Well, you didn't see it happen, but you saw him go, holy shit. Yeah. And he's getting his flashlight and he's looking it around. I can see. Searching for it. I see he's looking around for something. At that point, I decide to uh, sort of drop the charade because, like, we've lost the other miners and everything. I'm just in full reporter mode. I've got my... Uh, my camera that I stowed away with uh, on the ship is now active, and I'm I'm looking around in the direction. You guys all see the red like recorder light blink on. Yeah. Awkward. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I move up to the group, uh, blowtorch in hand, on low setting, and do you guys tell me you see anything or? Yeah. No, I'd, I'd point and be like, I just saw a shadow over there. I can't, I can't figure out what it is, though. You, you, you were familiar with this kind of ships. Do you know what it is? Something moves in the grates over in the ceiling. Again? Yeah. This oh. time, everyone hears it. Whoa. All right. Whatever that is, I want to know. Okay. We, we have to find that. Just, just for, this is for my own sake, for scientists' sake. I'm going to pull up my Geiger counter and... Good, like check to see how like is there any increase of radiation. So so as you're moving it, it's like it's dead, 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 then that's dead, 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 dead. There's nothing there, and then it goes, it spikes, and then it disappears. So it spikes, and disappears. Direction of where? No, it doesn't seem to correlate to any direction. It just keeps spiking. It's just going disappearing, like on and off. Okay, uh, can I motion the group to keep moving down the hallway? On, on the grounds that if we don't find other miners and find a way to communicate back to Earth that we're totally fucked, we may not have air or food or water in like a day's time. 
You might have not air in a few hours' time. You're just wearing whatever oxygen's on your suit. Yeah, so I'm saying push four because I do know for a fact these stations have air recyclers and maybe a food stash which was preserved, maybe highly irradiated, but damn it, I'm survivor. If those things are there, then we're fine for at least because, a little while. Because, I want to know what, what's going on in this station. I'm not leaving. I'm not going back to Earth until I fight. I find out. And you can stay here. You're, going, going, back to, you're, you're going back to Earth either in a body bag or with us. So while you guys are all talking, Steve, something runs past your jacket, pushes it, and it's gone. He's in the middle of us. No, he was. I, I was saying the four of you were all standing oh, around okay. talking to each other, and something runs behind your jacket. Uh, that uh, something ripped past my jacket. That's yeah, something. that was. Yeah, that's you're not very, you're not very uh, taken back by this. <laughs> I know, oh, there's, oh, there's something ripped past my jacket. No, like the, by the way, philosophical arguments. Some flew past my jacket. That's not good. Did you see where it went? No. Are you guys sticking around? Uh, I'm running. You're, you, you just take off and run. <laughs> okay, the scientist, the scientist freaks out and starts running down the hallway. Yeah! What a bitch. <laughs> I'm a, what, are, what are the three of you doing? Anything. I take off to the scientist and I basically... You hear the at, pattering, it's getting louder. I tug at, tug at uh, uh, Samuel. Samuel, what's the actual name? You never heard me or found out. I'll find out later. I tug at the person <laughs> formerly known as Samuel and get after the scientist. I'm Prince. <laughs> Okay, so you, you, you tap on them, and, yeah, what, so what, what, and, and Rupert, you got your camera on. I guess you're at the back of the group following them? Yeah, so I'm, I'm following them, but I'm, like, constantly you got, you've got the my head it's, back It's around. perfectly framed, all these three guys running down the hallway. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to look It's going to look great for Adobe Premiere. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to throw a star wipe on this. Version I'm going to be a star. <laughs> oh, okay. So I, I failed on hiding, and as you're coming around, Steve, you, you, the lights... Um, there's just a there's there's a, a a child in the hallway just, just sitting there, and and it catches into her, and she kind of freezes and looks up into your into your into your flashlight and your, like her eye the pupils are like tiny because of the the bright light, and and she was going to dart out of the way but you caught her and like a deer in the headlight she stops. And she oh she stops. She stops. She's she's terrified. She's frozen in place. I, okay, I didn't so look. I kind of I crouch down, uh, and I'm like. Hey, are you are, are you okay? Is everything like? Don't worry, I'm. Can I, I'm a scientist. She screams and jumps on you. She jumps Whoa. on me. Ah! She jumps. Oh, shit. <laughs> she jumps at me or jumps. She on jumps me? on you. She like jumps onto your shoulder and she's like pulling at your neck. Uh, I'm okay, not. Well, yeah, uh, and she succeeds at that. And as she's doing that, she in fact I succeeded by by so good. Uh, she jumps onto your back and she just starts shaking back and forth and she's tearing your jacket and she's trying to pull under your neck and starts going at uh, any kind of uh, communication or wiring. She's just grabbing at everything and pulling it's at just it. Tearing. Okay. I scream out help. I'm coming to help. Yeah. Okay. Run over and help. Do you want to do anything, Steve? You can roll too. I, I mean, my body's, like, not very... Because that's the only thing I have. Well, uh, you can, like, use, like, your mind to try to, like, you know, you really think, like, how you can get off your knowledge. Like, how, how much is... You can play? use your ego and your id as your impulse, you right? Okay, yeah. Like, uh, like the, the, the skills in this game purposefully are left gray and overlap each other, so you okay. don't have to use... Don't think of them in, like, Dungeons & Dragons stats. Right. Uh, body isn't just strength and physical. It's also, like, being able to endure physical pain and overcome... Uh, 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 challenges of the body. Okay, uh, well, so. let's, let's go with trying to get instant reaction. Can I, can to I get her off. with us? Uh, so sure. you guys are running up, and all of a sudden you see this creature on his back just going, nah, and just I'm, shaking back and forth. I'm taking, I'm having my, my uh, torch in my hand, we use my rote skill, my demolition skill, and I'm going to use a little something called pyro. Okay. To a little something. <laughs> a little something called pyro to basically direct, basically. Give the fire. Uh, I failed okay. another uh, sneak. I'm trying to roll these sneaks. Uh, as you're running towards them, your torch illuminates more faces looking down from the ceiling grate. Can I just torch the top ahead of me? You can do anything you oh, want. Oh, children! I'm, I'm, torching, I'm torching above me. So I'm torching above me, and I'm currently rolling at uh, 65. If anyone wants to give me a hand with that. Yeah, I'll help out. Oh, I can't. You're, you're cur- so I'm sorry, but there's more, and you. No, that's so fine. I, let me, look, first, let me do like see if I can get this girl off. Me okay, sorry. So it's the first. Um, so that would be, that would be what? 
I would say road skill maybe. Rote skill is specific training and an idea. Knowledge oh. is more like MacGyver. So knowledge and id would be very appropriate. Knowledge and id, so 15, 25. Yeah, okay, yeah. Don't, don't tell me the odds can be like a courage. Yeah, don't tell me the odds, and then I'll use knowledge, so that'll be uh, you can, you can 45. You okay, so roll under 45. Okay. Oh God! Oh, God. 91. Okay, so and make sure you mark down the push that you've done for your knowledge skill. So you're keeping track of your pushes every time you use a universal skill. Yep. And uh, uh, so you don't succeed at it. You just start spinning around and swinging around. And in fact, what happens is she's able to use the force of you spinning her around to grab the shoulder straps of your bag, and she starts to pull it off your arms. And she's she's no longer holding on to you. She's holding on to your bag, and she's just pulling it off of you. And you're like, no! And you're just flailing your arms as, as the backpack begins to fall further down your arm. Ah, oh, shit. I'm going to need to... I'm so now you guys are running towards. You're lighting the blowtorch. Yeah, blowtorch. The rest of you see blowtorch. him light the blowtorch into the ceiling. You don't know why. And, uh, and, and uh, Jacob Marley, uh, this, this thing is grabbed onto the bag and it's pulling it away from him. Okay, so I'm gonna do my roll. May I have my dramatic effects to this? Yeah. So because of course Steve's the only one who's seen the face. You're all you're seeing is like a mess of tangled hair and cloth, and you don't know what it is. It's the girl from the ring. <laughs> so my roll is 65 plus dramatic effect. Yo, you, you want to do dramatic effect? Oh yeah, I want to burn these. Dramatic things. effect is a bonus 25. So 65 plus 25, 95. Yeah, so you just have to roll under 95. Oh, if I fail this, I, I'm, I'm so going sorry. to laugh yeah. so hard. Please zero one. Okay, 66. 66. Okay, so you get your success. Is there anything else you want to add to this? And then I'll describe how it uh, happens. 30, I want everything that is, I want everything up there to be burnt. So like, you're, you're, you start lighting it up, and you just start hearing screams, and, and, and fire is starting to burn, and uh, one of the ceiling grates breaks, and, and just the body of, like, this child begins to fall down, and she's just, she's on fire, and she's screaming, and all the other things just begin to scatter, like, like, rackets okay, so. start to disappear, and it's just, all you guys are hearing now is just screaming everywhere as the pattern is, is, is disappearing, and the, the, the girl uh, pulling off of Jacob, uh, she, uh, she hears that, she lets go, and she just starts running off towards the hallway down for the hallway. Did she grab my bag, or she? She let go of the bag, she's oh, terrified, she's gone. So I have, three, that equipment. I have three conditions on this. Yeah. So my first condition would be for each of you, us two, to yeah. basically think I'm like, you know, king shit, you know, <laughs> badass. <laughs> so you're impressed. You're very impressed by who I am. And my last so his, one. So his chest hair is really. It's, 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 it's expanding. <laughs> you're just like, screw it. I don't Hurrah. need a shirt. <laughs> okay, now we got two guys with a question. So <laughs> my third one, I, I'm going to say really quickly, there's no way kids could be that young Unless they were from a nursery. So this place has been 10 years. Either yeah. they didn't exist, or these were like infants. Either way, they're not kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right, you're doing the math. Yeah. yeah. If, if they're well, here. I, I, was, I was on it, like it's been 10 years. I know how old my sisters would be. They'd be 25, 15, and 13 at this point. I knew how old they were, like I keep track of that. Yeah, these all look like they're, they're they all look definitely younger than 10. They're, they're too young, they're either they're the body real. of the one, she stops rolling, and she's dead. You've killed a small child. Congratulations. No, no. And burnt. So do you want okay, to inspect that body? Uh, I'm going dra- to grab the body and drag it along with me because this area is currently just going to drag okay, it. I'm grab, okay, uh, so the, the girl, I'm going to wrap right. up the scene real soon and go to Tom. So oh. they've, they've run off into the dark, and I'm going to let you guys catch your breath and deal with the body, and we'll figure out what you guys are going to do as you walk down. Meanwhile, behind the bulkhead, back in the loading bay, um, John, you come into consciousness. The silence is, is around you. The banging is gone. And the firelight that was all around you is, 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 is disappeared. It's all just a, a, a gray blue. And as you sit up and you look around, uh, the ship is gone, and there's a, a gaping hole in the room. Uh, everything else got pulled out in, in, into the vacuum, except for you, with your one foot still in. Now that the room's completely decompressed, there's no chance of you being blown out into space. You'll be able to walk around again, but uh, you're, you're in vacuum, and you have 35 minutes of oxygen on your suit. Are there any other people around that are still alive? Uh, there's nothing left in the room. Everything's been blown out. The, the room is once again empty. 
Uh, so you don't know um, what's happened to the crew of the ship or to the camera crew. You can make your guess. Um, but no, the room remains empty. Okay. The door that blew out, there's remnants of the door that blew out that the foreman was trying to open, but behind that now is a bulkhead that has come down and severed your connection to the hallway. Okay, and uh, do I have any equipment on me at all? You have uh, whatever was attached to your suit. And did you grab a bag? Um, I don't know if I specifically did. All right, so just roll, and if you get under 50, you have your bag with you. Okay. I have rolled six. So you, you, you have your bag, and you have uh, equipment and provisions, none of which you'll be able to ingest if you're still in vacuum. But you have uh, whatever tools you'll be requiring because you okay. rolled so good. Since I rolled so well... Do I get any kind of No, this, this wasn't a conflict role. I was just trying to see, you know, are we going to retcon and have you have equipment? Okay. Um, I would like to use knowledge and better to have and not need it. Um, kind of use what I know and what I might have brought with me to find a way to get through this door. Yep. Uh, either. Okay, roll the dice. Okay. That would be 50 altogether, so I need under 50. I get something. This door will be inaccessible. It is completely sealed off for a reason to protect the rest of the ship right. from decompression. You have a few options. There's, uh, there's the grating, like I described in the hallways. You might be able to get through some maintenance tunnels and manually open up another route. Um, but of course, that'll decompress that area as well. Or, it's the dangerous route, out the gaping hole around the external side of the station and look for another access point. Again, another maintenance way. Maintenance workers would routinely have to exit the station to do work on solar arrays and carbon scrubbers and any other number of things to keep the station functioning. Okay, well, I think I'm gonna take a dangerous route so as not to so you're gonna you're gonna walk out the uh, the gaping hole um, as as you make your way past the sharded metal. I'd like to roll better to have it not need it to um, hopefully have some reserve oxygen. Okay, let's Is see what happens. Back? This bag's there. Yes. Oh, and I, I think I just pushed knowledge in the last one. Yeah. Um, I can't think of anything else I could add to this. Yeah, that's fine. So you might not get it. It's not like a life or death situation here, so... You didn't make it. Okay, so you look through your bag, and you're like, ah, I knew I should have packed that extra tank of oxygen, but you didn't. So uh, you, you, you put your, your, your bag over your back, and, and you begin... There's like a tank of helium in there. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's, there's only helium and, uh, and like, phosphorus. Yeah. I feel so hard. So you begin to walk out the door, and you're walking onto the external side. Just as you step out, you see what appears to be a body floating in space. Uh, what appears to be. Uh, okay. I'm going to um, look it over see if there's any possibility it could be alive. Okay. It's off in the distance, but you can see it drifting away. So, uh, it's not moving at all that I can see. It's spinning in space. It's drifting away. So you're going to roll? Okay, I'm not sure what to roll here. Uh, I'm just going to go with the old bitter habit, not the Maybe I have some equipment that can help me. Uh, well, what else do you have? Describe it to me. What's that? What uh, are your other okay. skills? Uh, you won't know me if you saw me. I'll use two minds about everything. Ivy League student. Yeah. Uh, millionaire Playboy CEO. Yeah. A missing father, wrecked with guilt. Family is everything. So, yeah. Damn, those things work really well in groups, but yeah. now that you're cut off, your skills haven't worked much. So the body is drifting, and all of a sudden, it stops drifting and begins to just hang there. And then it begins to just sort of pivot and move, and you can see now it's just floating there, like facing you directly, just in space, and it's staring back at you. Is this like the part where you're like the music, like okay. crescendos? Now, I still have my headset, if I'm not mistaken. 
I'm going to try to radio out to see if uh, anyone responds. Okay, so you open up a radio and you, and you start like, what do you say? Uh, help. <laughs> Is there anyone, like, can anyone hear me? Is there somebody on the outside of the space station who is alive who can hear me? The body kind of shimmers. And you see, like, these, like, shimmering, uh, like, crystals begin to just sort of revolve around it. And it begins to move towards you. <laughs> You're fucked. That's a bejazzled corpse right there. It's just, it's off in the distance and it's out in space. It's harder to describe. But it's moving towards you. And it's, it's, it's all gray. And you, uh, it's coming... Closer. So gray and sparkly? Gray and sparkly. Okay. Sparkly gray. Next up. <laughs> As it gets about it's 20 like feet from you, it begins to stop down. Now it's like, it's 20 feet. He's already it's 20 close. feet from me? It's moving, it's moving, it's been moving closer. You're just sitting there going like, I don't know what to do. And it finally gets up to 20 feet from you, and wordlessly it begins to mouth something to you, but you well, can't make out what it's saying. Like not, you can see the face. A not wearing a helmet? Not wearing a helmet. It's a naked, grayed body, just uh, oh. exposed to the vacuum. And it begins to mouth. Okay. I'm rolling better to have an idea to see if I have a gun. Go into your bag of holding. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh. smart a gun on the space station. Yeah. <laughs> 13. 13. So, uh... You you you, you didn't better have it to not need it means that you're looking for what you want and if you succeed you're gonna find something of equal value but it's not exactly what you're looking for okay. so you pull out your harpoon. <laughs> harpoon. Oh yeah. It's like it's like a little crossbow. Little bitch. It's the crossbow from your Ivy League days in the crossbow league. <laughs> crossbow league. Okay, so I'm gonna point from the that summer, point people. from that summer hunting hobos. No, it, it's it's a crossbow, not a harpoon. Uh, the crossbow is more hilarious. Wayne got away from him. <laughs> so you pull out the little mini crossbow? Okay, I'm going to point it at it. It's uh, more of fear than anything. And I'm, I'm going to ask it, like, who are you? It backs off, and the shimmering crystals kind of bring out, like, wings beside it. And then it closes the wings back across it. And you're realizing closer, these aren't crystals so much as they appear to be, like, shards of glass that are all forming together into some kind of, like, like cloak or wings. And it brings the cloak back around it, and it's kind of, the, the, the glass is shimmering around its body, and he just moves off to your right, further down the exterior of the station. So what I'm doing is it's not wearing a helmet, you can't hear me. <laughs> but it's responding but it like to you. you. Sound doesn't travel through space. This, you're talking to a space. But you're you're you you are transmitting. Things. However, you are transmitting radio waves. Uh, Tom, you are transmitting radio waves, as you yes. said, broadcast. So you're not yelling into space. External speaker. It's not even an external speaker. It, you're broadcasting radio signals. Those do travel through space. Dumb steps don't play. And so it begins to move down the exterior of the station. And then, it, and then about 30 feet further from you to your right at the external of the station, it turns around, and again, its hands crossed across its chest. It just stops. And it begins okay. to wordlessly mouth to you. Okay, I'm low on oxygen. I'm hallucinating. <laughs> I'm going to continue and ignore it. And <laughs> but I'm still going to keep my... Crush. Where are you? Are you walking the other direction? Uh, like, I'm... I'm walking the direction I was going to walk to find the access point to get inside. All of a sudden, his wings come out, and he swoops down in front of your path, comes to a stop. And his hands are up, blocking okay. you with the motion to stop. He then brings himself back, <laughs> and then moves off to your right 30 feet away, and then comes back to a stop and begins to wordlessly motion to you. I think it's talking to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay. You're talking I'm going to follow it. This is probably a terrible idea. As you're as you're walking, it's keeping a thirty feet distance from you, but it just keeps moving. And it's and at that uh, as you begin moving, it begins to slowly bring its hands, you know, reaching out and bringing it towards itself, like Jump. follow so me. Like you don't recognize the face. In fact, it it doesn't even look like you're realizing as it gets closer to the exterior of the station that you couldn't tell while it was on the backdrop of stars in space that uh, it's transparent. It's not really there. It doesn't seem to form to any gender. It's just, it's just like uh, it looks like a Ken doll. It's just a, a, a shape of a body, Somewhere and it's just pulling at ship, you. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no sound. There's nothing moving, 
and you're following it? Exactly. Okay. So as Tom follows the shimmering vision, we return back to the burning hallway of dead girls. Oh, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still dragging them by the hair. Is it still there? We interrupt this podcast for a very special, important announcement. We need money. Well, not really, but we kind of... Well, okay, so this podcast will always be free, but there are some bills that we have to pay, so we partnered up with some really cool people that we think you might be interested in, so we're going to talk about them for a second, and then we're going to get right back into the show, okay? Trust us, it'll be very quick. Hi, Steve Saylor here for These Warriors Are Terrible, and I'm here to talk to you about Audible.com. With over 150,000 titles to choose from, they are de facto the largest retailer on the web when it comes to audiobooks. They have everything, man. Any audiobook that you've that has ever been out there is on this website. And there's some great, great stuff. And if you go to audibletrial.com slash terriblewarriors, you'll be helping us out if you sign up for an account. It's a 30-day risk-free trial, and you get a book on us. Like, it doesn't matter. Any any book you want. Any book on audible.com. Doesn't matter. You're thinking of one right now. Yes, that book that you're thinking of, yes, you can get it for free on us through audible.com if you go to audibletrial.com slash terrible warriors. Now, if you're not sure what book to get, because there again, there's a lot of titles on there. So I, because, again, this month, this sci-fi theme with Machine Zeit, Darkness Calling, I have another book recommendation for you. It is a book called Leviathan Wakes by James A. Corey. James A. Corey is actually two people, but they combine their names or they combine themselves into one little author. And it's actually a really cool audiobook. There's a whole series of books uh, in this universe. But the first book, I'm actually listening to it right now, and it deals with sort of a, a rivalry between people from Earth, people from the asteroid belt. And I don't really want to get into more than that because there's a, bit, a bunch of conspiracy theories and stuff. And and there's Mars and there's different planets. And there's like it's a de- it's a great science space opera. Even George R. R. Martin likes it. I'm just, yeah, like I say that is like he's a personal friend, but still. Uh, Leviathan Wakes by James A. Corey. Uh, it's, a gr- it's a great long book. If you really want more of value for your free book, Leviathan Wakes is a great, uh, great read. Uh, great read. Great read. Well, it's a great listen. It's a to read, too. You're reading a book. You're reading a book. You're educating yourself. And uh, that's a great sci-fi title, Leviathan Wakes by James A. Corey. And you can get that for free by going to audibletrial.com slash terriblewarriors. And again, you'll be helping support the show. We get paid, and I, we can, I, you know, I can finally start paying the people who are on this show because they're starting to get a bit antsy. And, like, I can't pay them in candy anymore. I'm just saying. Mike Todd has already gone through our supply of Cheetos. So, audibletrial.com slash terriblewarriors. All right, that's it for me. Uh, we'll get back into the show. All right, bye. Okay, so guys, uh, I just got a, a, a moment, uh, please, uh, between Jacob and Rupert and Oswald. Your guide is dragging the dead body of a child by the hair. Yo, you, but you guys are all impressed by either my dick jokes or how badass I am. Don't forget about that. I'm okay <laughs> with this because... You cannot be forced by a player to behave a certain way. I'm okay yeah. with this because, honestly, like, that freaked the shit out of me. Yeah. All I want to do, though, is I do want to grab, like, scan one of the bodies for radiation. Okay. There's like, no radiation on this body. It's just, uh, it's, 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 it's badly burned, dead So there's just, body. there's just normal background radiation, that's it. So... At the end of the hallway, it comes out. There's, there's there's a few closed doors along the way, but you come out into the what was the Arboretum. You can actually see the sign that says, Welcome to Limos Station, L-I-M-O-S. And it um, you, can, you can see from the, the dusted-over pictures that have been disturbed from the decompression that this place was supposed to look very idyllic, like a garden of Eden kind of thing. Um, but it's all dead. It's all rottened up. It's all gray. It's all fallen. Like the, the, the trees are broken apart. The, the grass is long since gone. And it's all just dust and darkness uh, of what this, this garden used to look like. It's, it's more like a, like a Tim Burton graveyard now. And uh, uh, everything's all and twisted. Are they still talking right now? Are you guys still talking? Because um, I'm still dragging this body. Okay. I yeah, I wanna 
I want to investigate this room, obviously. Like, and I want to investigate this kid that you've decided to drag along with you. Like, is there's no there's no signs on the body whatsoever, like of like anything out of the ordinary. Like, it was just a child. Here, here's a question. Can I inspect the body to see it looks like my sister's? It does not look like your sister's. Okay, good. Like but it was the yeah. age that one of your sister's um, was when she died. I'm going to basically kind of wave my bear gun around, just, like, scanning the, the room just to see if there's any, like, radiation at all. Like, is there? Or do I need to roll for that? The spiking is gone. So I am not picking up any radiation at not all? Not current. Your, your Geiger counter is very close range. And you're not picking up anything anymore. Huh. No, I wasn't expecting to like pick up the whole ship kind yeah. of thing. I'm just want, like, just because like to me this is very confusing. Like this shouldn't there should be some radiation. Like well, there's always background radiation. Th- that was that the case? There's always background radiation. In space, there's always background radiation. If we're going all science in this, yeah. So well, well, okay, no, are, are you exploring the garden? Are you yes, moving further I'm into it? Wandering around. I'm gonna use. Okay. Uh, so the two of you, the two of you, come around the the, the circle because uh, this whole place is built like a like a, a round, right? So the garden curves as you come around. You you see uh, a shape off in the distance outside of like at the top of one of these trees. Mm-hmm. It's like a because obviously I mean you're seeing like the, the outlined skeletons of trees, and then there's this large blocky shape at the top of one of these trees off in the distance. Blocky shape. It's just it's just there's something solid or something bigger on top of one of these trees. Okay. Can we get close enough to yeah. inspect it? Okay. So as you walk I a little. As you walk a little closer, I mean, I'm not going to need you to roll for it. As your light begins to cast over it, it's one of the bodies of one of the uh, the miners that had headed out. And it's just mm. impaled in parts of the branches, splayed out, like it's been lifted up by the tree and rested on top of the tree with uh, his, his arms spread out and, and, you know, several branches going through the center of his torso. Wow. He's very dead. All <laughs> the blood has drained out and it's gone down the side of the branches. This was intentional. Something did. Yeah, I, I I think you're right. From what we've seen so far, this is there's someone on the ship that's trying to kill us. Yes, I. This is proving what I thought for so long. Like the SL Clemens and everything. Like this is, this is what's really, happening up here. Really, we just a, you were attacked by like a, like almost an army of small children. Some okay that shouldn't be here. That that could that could be very easily explained, okay? I'm just saying, like, right now the immediate problem is one of the miners has gone crazy and started to kill everybody, and I like I need to like I screw my mission at this point, but well, that's, I want out. If that's the truth, then that's the truth. But I want to find out. I need to know. I'm not leaving the station until I figure out what's going on here. And more importantly, I get the footage and the proof so that I can re- reclaim my glory. You, you get your proof. You've got video matter. footage of them murdering a child. Video footage of me murdering multiple children. Yes. <laughs> Wait, right. We have one with us still. So we have, uh, <laughs> these two guys are fighting it out. Uh, what's happening here with um, Ian and, uh, and Oswald? Well, since I lost all my equipment and stuff, I think I climb up that. You have your backpack with your mining equipment yeah. on you, so you got like your arc okay, torch. So think of it honestly. I'm just thinking of it like a Ghostbuster proton pack yeah, at this point. Yeah. Like it's like a flamethrower. But like I'd go up and climb, climb up that tree and get the rest of that guy's stuff. Yeah. So sure. So you yeah. climb up and you start like rifling through his boots. You yeah. you find a wallet of pictures of all his kids. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Um, you yeah, see, uh, he's got his, he's got a his his name. It was uh, it was Gregory. 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 Uh, yeah. Gregory. Uh, and uh, yeah, he was a nobody. And, and Greg, uh, yeah, um, just uh, you catch his look of terror on his eyes, yeah. frozen into it. Hmm. As, uh, but it, honestly, he just had his suit and the same mining equipment. But most okay. of that mining equipment was was broken and damaged as he was, okay. you know, like the, the the branches are going through parts of the mining equipment. Like yeah. it went through the metal, through the suit, and out the other side. Okay. Yeah. Can wow. Can I take his tank? oxygen tank? Oxygen Completely on. pierced and destroyed. Hey, I'm, I'm a s- Two things. A, my headset's still broken, so I can't hear anybody. <laughs> so I'm taking my helmet off and putting my respirator back on. Yes. Yeah. As you take the helmet off, I mean the air is musty. I'm still and and, and it smells like eggs. But uh, can I can I use, I, I, I use my respirator? But you as, can like, breathe not it. Like a oxygen mask, like it's like a slight filter just to filter some of the large. Well, you can like ask. This. I mean, the scientist over there has stuff to measure air quality as well. Yeah. Okay. 
But before that, I want to point out that that tree grew through somebody long after this place should have been dead and derelict. That tree grew long after everything else has stopped growing. That's a leap of logic. Yeah, what do, you, log. what do you mean it just... It, the, so the body was laying there and the tree just grew to the point where it impaled him through multiple parts of his yeah, well, equipment? Like, no. there, what the tree can pierce metal? He was placed the up trees there. Trees can pierce metal. The thing is, the tree went through a man. Like The trees didn't... Did somebody like, place him through the tree? Was it, the hole's pre-cut? Anyways, I'm going to talk to you guys right now, so screw you two. You think I'm impressive. I'm talking to the scientist. <laughs> I'm starting uh, to Ian, lose when my you place the, yeah, I guess you had to let go of the girl's body while you put on the helmet. Yeah. So you put on the helmet, you argue with these guys over the tree, you Wait, look you behind you, and the body's gone. Oh, I take, take the helmet off. And you look behind you, the body's gone. Oh, jeez. Oh, fuck that shit. Uh, <laughs> so I take my helmet off. I'm looking towards Jacob right now, yes. and then I notice he's doing the guy. I look back, the body's gone. Body of the girl? The body of the girl is gone. The, the girl is gone. He was I, holding on to her the whole time. Where'd you, where'd you, where'd you put it? I put, I put it down for a second. I don't say anything about this. Because oh. there's enough on my mind right now that I'm not going to think about that. I am only considering survival. I'm coming over to you. Yes. And I'm going to basically do it real quick. Is there any way you can patch up my headset? Well, damn it, Jim. I'm a scientist, so... I'm a scientist, not a... Did you, like, like hand motion that to him or no, something? No, I took yeah. my helmet. Oh, yeah. I'm no, you're right, Tom. Yeah. I'm, I'm wearing a respirator, but I want the helmet later. <laughs> so I, I'm going to help you with Lone Survivor. Sure. A little bit of knowledge about headsets. Mm. Okay. So what's that added up to? 20, I, I, I give you 25. Okay. So... Uh, Don't mess up. I hope not. You're the worst scientist. Oh. <laughs> you obliterate my headset. So he goes and he's looking at the headset and he no, like I takes a part of it. Badly no, Steve, uh, how far did you fail? Not, he he failed 90. by 40. Hmm? He failed by 40. Yeah, you got into the 90 range. So you pick up the headset and as you open it up and you're having a look at it, all of a sudden everyone just kind of hears like, snap. Ah, ah, my ears. And and my and you're kind of looking ears. at, it and you've you've broken like one of the earpieces in half where the microphone went into. So now the voice has been broken on the headset as well. It's completely oh, inoperative. And you're like, this isn't going to just glue back together. Um, but however, uh, Oswald, you're up there. The only thing that is working on this miner is his communication headset. Okay. But it's up to you if you want to share that information with the guide. I'd, I'd keep it for myself. So you take a hypocrisy. Yeah. So you do know the guy who can't communicate with you now is the only person who has a good chance of getting her alive. I don't care. Oh, you're so, you're so dead. <laughs> okay, so we uh, we find ourselves in the garden. The body's gone. Uh, if you look around a little further, there is a door as it, the hallway continues and exit like a big double-sided bulkhead door and it looks like there's uh, like a jack that was used like you would use for a car has been used like a power jack has been used to lift the door up and it's been and it's still there bracing the door open well that's probably where the miners went if they're ahead of us and they were just you know delayed by the not disappearing at all little small children that's where I would go why are we searching for the miners anyway shouldn't we be searching for a way to get Back to Earth. That's what we're doing. Who we think has the freaking communications relay? I don't. You don't. A uh, person formerly known as Samuel doesn't. And neither does uh, Mr. Camera here. It's Croc. Mr. Croc. You're full of Croc. <laughs> Dick joke. <laughs> uh, you didn't roll for that. That's not No, but uh, Shane, do you have any universal skills you've pushed? Uh, I've pushed my rote and my knowledge. So remove one of those pushes. Okay. For the dick joke. Well done. Sweet. Playing to character. <laughs> He's gonna have to use really gonna have to use a skill every time he makes a big All of a sudden you guys start hearing laughter. All of a sudden? Like, yeah. From all around you. Like what kind of laughter? Like Like giggling. Like ha ha funny like, or like little like... girls giggling. From all around you. Can I, can I use my, uh, machine geese? And you start hearing in the distance. It's the same banging from before. It's the same sort of rhythm that was playing when uh, when the hallway exploded. Yeah, you know what? That room was the the miners. I think it's yeah, it's a good idea to go go look for those miners. Yeah, let's let's get out of here, please. That's that. Thank you. Thank you. Like soaks, man. Soaks, man. Can I can I do a listen check before I leave? 
Uh, yeah. Okay, there is no listen check in this game. Okay, good. <laughs> Can I use... Uh, what do you want to do? What do you want to succeed at? And I then justify what, it with I, the moves I you want to do. I want to know what that banging is. Okay, so that would be throw in like your knowledge and, and your knowledge. machine geist. And machine geist, and can I also throw in my uh, my ego or no, my id? Who's my id? Uh, no, your id is instinct. Ego is your sense of self. Uh, yeah, your id. Okay, so id, uh, knowledge, and uh, geist that puts me at twenty-five. Wait, Forty-five. He's trying to listen to discern what the sounds are uh, being caused 25. by. Fifty-five. Oh, plus uh, plus fiber. Uh, fifty-five, sixty, seventy. Well, under seventy. I rolled seventy-four. Fuck. Nah. Can so I, close. Can I mulligan that? Uh, you'll be indebted to me. Sure. So I'll bring it down to because you missed it by just how much? Four. For four. So you get down to four, but you're gonna have to do something for me later. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> Uh, what I, <laughs> I hear from the banging. So from the mutter, from from the from the banging and and, and, and the crafting, you you hear among the children. Mutter's gonna get you now. Oh fuck that shit. Mutter's coming to get you now, and they all go back to laughing again. There's like one voice though that's mocking, and the rest are all laughing. None of the rest of you hear within the laughter that one little voice. So we just hear the laugh. Yeah. So mother's, just, mother's gonna get you now. Yeah, and all of a sudden there's like the crackling in your in your in your working radio headsets begins, to and uh, and the flickering lights on your on your flashlights begins to go, and the banging is getting louder. You can actually physically feel the vibration coming up your feet. Hmm. You just it's gonna knock you out. More or less. I, yeah. I, I follow the rest of the team down the hallway. Okay, so you take it. You either have to crawl under the door. And uh, well, they're friends, so why don't you guys crawl under the door? It's, it's, it's being held open by like a little yellow jack that's just been All like right. pump, pump, pump. I'm gonna pump, be pump. the last guy out of this room. I'm keeping the camera out to see what's coming towards us first. Okay. I'm, I'm crawling through. Yeah. All right. So you get through, and you're going through next. Yeah. All right. Does anyone want to help? Uh, help him crawl through. Well, like you gotta. You're, you're almost gonna have to get down and 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 alligator crawl through the door mm. on your belly and then so if someone wants to drag like the scientist you want to drag him through to get him through quicker yeah um the, the shaking begins to go you can actually see the jack is starting to vibrate as well from this okay well I'm so there's two more people have got to get through this door yeah. i'm gonna quickly try to pull through the door yeah. okay so i'm through yeah you're through okay. there's two more people who've got to get yeah. through well i'm next so you're next i'm passing you and i'm gonna say towards you Mother's gonna get you now, then dive under the door. <laughs> so you just dive, you just like Whoa, go head first through the door cool. and slide through. Yeah. Uh, Rupert, the, do I, do all I, of a sudden you start seeing outside, like the silhouettes of all these children coming around the edge of the garden. They're all laughing and the shaking and actually the tree is starting to, to move. Yeah, that's enough footage for now, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bolt. So is anyone gonna help him get through the door? Yeah, I'm gonna try. Alright, so, well. Henry, so the two of you just roll uh, two, uh, I guess, bodies, both of you combined. Or no, you know what, I'm not gonna force you to do that. Roll what you want to do to push for the skill to assist them, or you're just gonna have to uh, roll the dice and tell me what the number is. I'm rolling... It can, be, it can be super ego, the expectations of the group pushing you on. It can be your interaction as well. Uh, let me roll, let me your persona, that. if you feel like you have a crush for him. You guys, you're really depending on the group. You could get away using persona. My, uh, or your, I used to be a linebacker. Remember your yeah, Powerpuff days? Yeah, can I? You could definitely use that. that. Yeah, yeah that's like an athletics. My, uh, you're rolling. Used to be a runman skill. So, interaction, okay. you get 15 for me. Uh, yeah, I've got a rope skill, 15 for me. So 30 add to your roll. Okay. okay. Am I... Uh, how are you using rope skill to pull a friend through a door? Knowledge of how to pull things? Yeah. What? <laughs> That's not, you don't go to university <laughs> no. to learn how to pull things. <laughs> hey, I have a kinesis degree. I, I dispute that fact. <laughs> <laughs> I, know how pull, I know how physics work. Pull arm? Pull arm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Today's go. Roll the die. So, so, so what's the success for you, Ori, now? Um... My success is that I... Well, no, I no, I mean, roll. like, what's the number, Steve, that you're adding? 15. 15 plus 15, 30. Uh, so my and, used to be uh, a running skill is 20. Okay, so you're at 50. Yeah. So 
I also have an athlete skill. Can I add you that? You can. You can only use one of the personal description right. things. Um, but I could use. You like, can. You can. You know, because you're already getting two universal skills from these guys. You could throw in a cinematic effect. Oh, okay. The dramatic. Um. What is that going to put me at? 55? It, it, they'll, 75. They'll put you up to 75. That will put me up to 75. Yeah. Do you like your legs? <laughs> the kind of use. Mother's going to get you. Roll yeah, the die. I want my Just, legs. I want my legs. Roll uh, the die. Roll the die. <laughs> it's got to be done, 75, done, right? Done, 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 done. 88! 88! Oh, you lose! Oh, you're over! Oh, you have to go under 75! No! So guys, you grab his arm. You grab so 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 uh Rupert, as you crawl down to get on the head, you look over your shoulder and you actually see the tree ripping out of the ground. And you're as you're crawling through the point, you're like, you gotta get me out of here, guys! You gotta get me out of here! You guys are grabbing his arm and you're pulling him, and then something starts pulling back. <gasps> you guys help! Okay. I, I, or at least fill so That's it. the condition that's happening. So, um, I grab my devil. I grab a, a charge my demolition pack and throw it by him. As soon as as soon as something started grabbing him back, the banging came to a stop, and it's now tugging. I'm grabbing demolition's demolition charge. Okay. So demolition's charge. I'm gonna do demolitions. I'm gonna do road knowledge, or road skill. Uh, and I like to burn things. I like to burn things. Okay, so that's gonna put me at fifty. It should. Fifth, uh, 25 and 20 plus 50. All right. Well, no, you, can, you can use the don't tell me the odds. Oh, uh, but but I like to burn things is 25, isn't it? I like to burn things is 15. 15, that's better than demolitions. Demolitions is 25, though. Oh, demolitions is 25, yeah. so then that brings you to 50. 50. I would, yeah, totally use the don't uh, don't tell me the odds. Uh, because he, he means his legs? Uh, yeah. You, you are like an enabler. It's like, oh my god, things are wrong. <laughs> you know what? Don't tell me the odds. He doesn't need legs. <laughs> no, no, I already know the odds. I know the odds. Look at this. If you're successful. You're gonna use that. I know it's gonna pull my legs. Right? By doing what you're not doing. My legs. Wink, nod. Okay. By doing what you're doing. All right. I know that that's gonna roll the die. Okay. I got. Is that a? That's. I got four. Oh great! That's a miracle. Wow. <gasps> miracle events not only let you get that, but you can also carry on a condition into the following scene. Make him kiss you. So I have <laughs> Whoa, seven wait, conditions on this. Yeah. So, just tell me how this plays out. So what happens is you're still holding. Hold, who's, how, who's holding? You're holding a pull, right? I'm holding the pull. Yeah. Okay, I pull a decharge on, on my backpack. Clock for three seconds. Say something really badass. That's also a dick joke. But <laughs> this six inches of hard TNT. I throw it under the door. <laughs> this is hard. the time for jokes. <laughs> I throw. I throw it under the door. <laughs> the explosion goes off. Fire comes through, scorching your pants. You hear all the girls screaming. Yes, I get. All, all the girls are screaming on this side again. And it's, like it's like a Backstreet Boys concert. I make another dick joke there. saying all the girls scream at that. <laughs> and they pull you through it. They're six years old. They're six years old. For God's sakes. It says I always make a dick joke. Doesn't they say I make you know classic dick joke? What happens to my legs, man? <laughs> they pull you through, the door falls down, and you're all thinking about us. Again. Do my, do my legs fly. also think you're yeah. so, okay. As you're all catching your breath, the door's closed. <laughs> the um <laughs> We return to the exterior of the station. Uh, Shane, because you got that miracle and was so awesome, it doesn't sound like you're carrying a condition over to the next scene, you'll get a dramatic effect back. Oh, cool. I'll give that back to you. All right, so uh, that was pretty great. Um, I still have that debt on you, though. So back to the exterior of the station as you're following the shimmering visage. We have John. And it's continuing to motion you. It's now come to a stop over, um, over a door. Assume it wants me to go through the door. I'm going to open it. So you come out. It's got one of those. Uh, it's got a like a, a manual release on the outside. And you have to like pull it out, turn it, and push it back in, just like in Star Trek. And uh, and as that happens, uh, are you doing that? Yes. Yeah. So as that happens, you can kind of hear. You can see the air coming out as the, as the door begins to open and decompress inside. And it looks like it's a small like airlock antechamber. But everything's all manual. It doesn't require the electronics that are not running on this station. And uh, just as the door opens and the air blows out, the visage, uh, the, uh, the, the the shimmering image, blows away with the air, and it's vanished on you. Okay, I'm gonna go in. All right. So as you go in, you're uh, closing the door behind you, and you can hear valves opening and 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 cycling air back into the room just through negative pressure and. 
you push the door on the inside and that door opens up. Just as that door opens up, you hear an explosion from off in the distance and some screaming and, uh, and your lights shine out and all you can see is like the, the remains of a branch lying in front of you. Okay, so like a wooden branch. Yeah, so what is the room I'm looking into? Well, it's dark because of oh, your of your of your glass of the flashlight you've got, but it's looking out. It looks like it's looking out into uh, into a garden. Okay, so um, am I above ground or am I at ground level? You're on the same deck that you were on before. Okay. Um, you haven't gone up or down. You went so laterally. Like you just went side. around and you've come back in another door okay. on the same level. So I can just walk in. Yeah, so as you walk in, you see, like, dark shapes from outside your vision, like, running away out of your vision. Okay, I'm going to check my oxygen level, and uh, do I have any kind of instruments that will tell me how the air is outside of the city? Uh, give me a roll check. Okay. Just uh, roll to see if you're prepared for that. Okay. Um, there have a yet? Yeah, sure. 89. <laughs> okay, so you're looking at it, and the sensors that would have been on your arm they don't appear to be functioning. They look like they were damaged before. So uh, it's a bit of a risk, but uh, you're seeing um, things running around beside you, and, and you can hear through the uh, helmet. Um, uh, you heard something explode, but uh, there's, uh, there's smoke and there's something burning off out on the edge. You can't see it through the haze, but you can see the glow of like red fire. This is pretty much all I can see, because I can see the yeah. glow fire in the branch. Okay. Um, okay. I guess I'm going to stay near the walls and So you're just walking along the walls? So as you come along the walls, you see um, a, a, there's broken tree or wooden bits and branches strewn all over the ground and uh, you come upon a door and it looks like uh, the yellow remains of a jack that were keeping the door open have been broken and the door is closed. And, uh, but round there, just a few feet from where that door was, uh, a crater is in the soil of the ground. It looks like something very recently blown off, and there's smoke and cinders and everything around you. Obviously, metagaming, this is the same door these guys just went yeah. through. You're back in the garden room where Mudder was. Oh. Um, okay. Wait, Mother's a tree? They currently no. are still there? No, everything's run away. Oh, okay. I'm going to radio and see if anyone responds. Um, uh... Wow, I wish I had a working Is there anyone inside. nearby who can hear me? Sorry. Uh, nothing responds. Right, I know this isn't going to work, but I'm going to try the door. Uh, there's, uh, there's nothing to use. All the electronics are out. All the electronics are out. So wait, the door that he's, no he's trying to get through is the same door we just yes. went through? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. There's like no manual control. I can't is this in real time? Uh, no. This is... Yes, this is happening at the same time. So you guys are right like on the other side, the side of the door, other side. but so it's like, like it's like later. it's like a, a a six inches of solid steel bulkhead door. What was grabbing your leg? Were you grabbing his leg? <gasps> oh, no, no, are you there. brother? You're there. No, no, he's arrived after that happened. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> however, as you're as you're looking at the door and trying to find out to see if you can use it. Um, you feel something tug at your leg. And you look down, and there's, a, there's, a, there's a small child looking up at you, just in, in like a little white dress, just tugging at your leg with a smile on her face. I think daddy's as well. Okay. I'm, okay, I'm looking around. Is there anything else that I can see? Like, just no. a little girl? Just a little girl, okay. tugging at your leg with a smile on her face. Um, like that. <laughs> do what I She's do. Like, no, You're still wearing your helmet, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you can't hear anything. All you can hear is your own breathing. Okay, okay I'm going to take my helmet off. So obviously, this little bar is present here. <laughs> As you take... I'm running low on oxygen. Yeah, so you take it off. The helmet comes off, and, and, and she looks up and she smiles. Are you going to be my friend? Oh, fuck that. Oh, oh, if oh. she asks you to play a game, don't play the game. No, no. And that's the end of episode two. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I have been your director, Mother Justin Eacock, uh, giving the creeps to everyone here on the Terrible Warrior set. We've got Ori Falconer, aka Scared Out of My Mind, <laughs> Michael Harubi, aka I Haven't Gotten Anything Yet. 
Uh, Steve, I don't believe in this fake crab sailor. Shane, demolitions expert Phillips. <laughs> and we've been These Warriors Are Terrible. Follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. Visit us at TerribleWarriors.com for all the previous campaigns available to listen for free forever. And we'll see you again next week for the conclusion of the episode that Tom dies in. <laughs> you have just listened to These Warriors Are Terrible. Did our terrible warriors succeed in saving the day? Did someone do something completely insane and stun the GM into a stupefied silence for asking if their horse had a mustache? And lastly, did someone get punched squarely in the goodie bags? Also, are there any settings or RPG adventures you would like our terrible warriors to play next? Do you have your own awesome or insane stories of your own RPG conquest or failures? Comment on this episode post. Message us on Twitter at Dice Warriors or email us at feedback at thesewarriorsareterrible.com. Until next time, geeks and gamers, the dice has been put away, the books back on the shelf, and the Cheetos stuck to the floor. For these warriors are terrible.